My name is Derek McPherson. I'm the president and CEO of Gold 79 Mines Limited. Uh, we are a Southwest U.S. gold explorer um, with uh, two, two projects that we're exploring ourselves and one that we've just joint ventured or optioned to Kinross to, for them to explore next year. Derek, good to see you. I haven't seen you since March. Uh, I can ask you a question. Pretty tough markets out there. Um, I think you'd agree and um, pretty risk-off environment too. So why on earth would anyone invest in your company? That's a, a, that's a great question. And you know, why am I putting my money in my own company um, is, 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 is part of it as well. Um, the, you know, when you look at the, the landscape of, of what you do and, and you know, uh, I used to be, as you know, I used to be a sell side analyst. And what I did when I was a sell side analyst is you look for opportunities that are disconnected from the fundamentals, right? In, a, in a, an environment like this, it doesn't matter what's, it doesn't matter, fundamentals ma matter less for selling, right? People are looking for, you know, in a, in a small junior explorer called like Gold 79, someone's looking to raise 500 bucks for, for whatever reason out of their, out of their portfolio. And that 500 bucks could move, move a, a stock like Gold 79 materially. So what's, you know, so why, what would I used to look for and how am I trying to position gold 79 as, as we, as we go forward? I think the, the first thing is, is, um, do, you know, do you have somebody on the other side that you, you trust as a management team? Now I'm, I am pretty biased on this cause I do trust myself, but I am putting my own money where, what I'm pursuing. But I think that, you know, it's one of those things that you're not going to wake up one day and they've done something stupid. And I think that we're working really hard to do that. And we're working really hard to make sure that the company is in good shape uh, for when the market turns, but also continues to move forward. And, you know, part of that was the deal with Ken Ross. Part of that um, was some of the more um, lower cost exploration work we've done at Gold Chain this year. Second thing, it, go, 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 uh, sorry, probably the second thing you look for is a, is, a, is a true value disconnect. Is there some metric that you can look at and say, oh, this thing is cheap. And so, you know, Gold 79 is uh, you know, three and a half to four million market cap right now. It's incredibly cheap. We have three good projects. You know, I've always said it could always justify the market cap. I think, you know, it recently, one of our neighbors in, in near closer Arizona properties had real success. Um, Arizona Silver, they're up to an 18 million market cap. Um, they're just off the southern edge of our property. They're drilling a very similar target than we are. They're a little more advanced as far as drill work goes. They're at an 18 million market cap. We're at three and a half. I think that there is a, a, a true value disconnect from that from that perspective. Um, and so there's an opportunity to re-rate. And so those are the two things that this, that uh, I, I usually look for. And then obviously catalysts. And we can talk a little bit about what, what we're going to do to try and move the needle ahead now that we've, we've got this deal done with Ken Ross. Right. Okay. So I get, I get the kind of high leverage return if you get it right, right? But there's a whole bunch of stuff you've got to get right. So um, tell us a little bit more about the Ken Ross deal, first of all. Yeah. So if you remember, our Jefferson Canyon project is seven kilometers from Round Mountain. Um, we always sort of knew that it was going to be a Kinross project at some point. Um, it's a natural. There are there are uh, 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 there are real synergies with with the Round Mountain infrastructure. If it's a mine, it, that ore is going through Round Mountain. So the question was when, and it, you know, from my perspective, it was either going to be early or late. Um, and so by doing this deal now early, before we've drilled a hole, um, we've got there's a couple things happen. We got some cash up front, which helps us in the near term with our balance sheet. Um, we've got, we, we add another cornerstone investor with Kinross. They get to take nine, they're taking 9.9. .9, they're going to take up to 9.9% of the company. The, and they're going to put, and they're committing to do the first work. And this is the, you know, they're going to get to decide, um, whether it's a Kinross project or not. Um, and you know, with that lens of, Hey, this is, uh, if the most likely scenarios, if this is, or it goes through, it goes through round mountain. Um, you know, they're spending the high risk dollars to determine if it is, you know, it is or effectively. And I think that that's a good opportunity. And then once they've done all of that, which is about, you know, between, between the payments and what they in the, in the spend commitment, that's almost a, almost a million dollars US, which is a lot of money for us to raise in the current environment. 
um, then they that they, they have if they like it, they have the, the opportunity to give us another five million to to take on seventy percent of the project or ten million to take on eighty percent. And so, for us, that is um, that. A, it lowers our expiration risk on, on Jefferson Canyon. Because if we went out there and spent that $600,000, uh, which would be almost a million dollars US, uh, almost a million dollars Canadian, um, and we raised that at our, our market cap before we announced this deal, which was, you know, bumping right around $3 million, we're taking pretty significant dilution for a pretty high-risk drill program. Um, whereas, you know, the question is, when you have the expiration projects, is, is it a mine? And Kinross is going to answer that question for us. And if it's a mine, we have ups, we have upside, we have further payments we're going to get. And if it's not, we'll, I mean, we'll have to review what we think of that project if Ken Ross decides to walk away. But, I, you know, we'll be hard pressed to put another dollar in the ground into it if the natural buyer isn't there. Okay, so you had a good reaction from the market um, on the, that announcement. And like, like I think that the terms of the agreement are in the press release. We don't need to kind of go over it. But you, you, you're kind of eking out small payments here and there and covering, covering things like, you know, um, Payments and cost reimbursements and um, and sort of lease payments and so forth. And it's, all, it's all kind of it's all kind of good. So they can, they can basically bug out at, at any time, but they're going to spend a million million bucks. They have this. Sorry, sorry, let me be clear. They've got to spend a million bucks. Um, got four years to do it with a two year extension. But can they can they stop at any moment, or do they need to spend that full million? So the, the so the, 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 the million bucks. It's uh, it's three hundred twenty five thousand dollars to us. Uh, directly to Gold Seventy Nine and six hundred thousand dollars US into the ground, just to just to clarify. But that on that six hundred thousand US, um, if they don't make the if they don't spend all six hundred thousand, which would be a small drill program uh, based on what we've costed out for there, um, if they don't spend that, they have to give it th- pay that out, pay that out to us in cash. Um, I think my view is that they'll spend it. Um, I think they, you know, um, I think that they've they've done a lot of work on the project just as we have. This wasn't you know something that happened overnight. This is a nineteen month process. Uh, we did our site visits in May um, for it, so it's something that's been, you know, in the works for a while. Um, and I think that that's, uh, you know, I think they know what, where, and what they want to drill to figure out whether they've got, you know, uh, a, a ore body of sufficient size to 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 go through the effort to to permit it into a mine and run it through round mount. Okay, so it's, it, look, it's early days. We see lots of these, um, you know, deals where small companies get a bit a, a, a mid-tier or large company uh, step in and they tap, they kind of option this, and they've got lots of options and lots of projects all all around the world. Um, if they decide not to go forward in any way, shape, or form. What does that say about the viability of your company as a whole? Well, I think that's the I think that's the important part for us is that we didn't, uh, you know, we have three good pro. We think we have three good projects in the Southwest U.S. and and you know, while a lot of people, you know, I think I have I have, I have two groups of investors. One that like the like the suite of assets, and a lot of people that were there for Jefferson, um, as a, a as our shareholder group. I think that you know. If we just had Jefferson Canyon, I wouldn't have done this deal. That, that wouldn't have made sense. It's not not what you do. Um, you know, our, our tip top project we haven't spent any time on. We'll probably we'll start to think about you know going through the process of permitting. It's not cheap. You know, we're uh, just as an example on Jefferson, we're three hundred fifty thousand US into into permits at this point. It's part of the reason Kinross wanted to do a deal with us. Um, the but you know what we're seeing on our gold chain project, which we have been doing work on, which is easier and cheaper to work at. Um, is it's been pretty exciting. We followed up some pretty good drill results last year with some really good sampling. Started to show continuity at Tyra, which is again that very similar target to um, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia project by Arizona Silver. Plus, we acquired a, a set of patents, so that's ground we own 100%, um, and has spectacular high graded surface on it. And so, if 
like I said, if we were if we were a one if we were a one comp one asset company, I wouldn't you wouldn't do this kind of deal. It doesn't make sense because you you're putting your your fate in the hands of somebody else. I think that we have other assets that make sense. And if Kinross finds something that they really like, it's a it's kind of a um, a bonus. And if they walk away, that's you know that's a million dollars of shareholder money that I didn't spend determining that a project wasn't you know, viable for the long term. I suspect that they won't walk away. There's 145 drill holes in Jefferson Canyon. They're just trying to prove that it has continuity at depth, I think, with their, um, with their, uh, um, right. Uh, with okay. Their so, okay. So, they, so if, if they stay on board, they get, um, they got to give you 5 million bucks for 70% of the company. They can option another or 10% for another further 5 million. And if you get, I think you took about, um, what was it? If your interests are diluted below one ten percent, then that converts to one percent NSR. Okay, so that that's the last thing. let's let's park that up with 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 you know, like I said, the market being what it is, no one wants to go and raise capital in a market like this. In terms of how you move tip top and gold chain um, along, are you looking to do similar types of deals? You know, or do you have do you have to sort of take control of that and actually start spending some money on those? I mean, how, how are you playing this market? Well, I, I think that you know, in the case of Jefferson, there was a natural partner. Um, whereas, you know, with gold chain and tip top, um, you know, I'm, I, I think I said this, in our first interview, I'm very pragmatic. If there's, if there's a, if someone comes up and offers me a fistful of money to do something to, to take over a project, you know, I can take that fistful of money and turn it into something else or go to another project or return to shareholders or whatever. There's, there's lots of, of options. Um, I think, you know, our plan right now for what we have in front of us is we're going to focus on, on gold chain. As I said, it's cheaper and easier for us to move it forward. So in the current market conditions where capital is hard to come by. Um, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, and, and then, you know, we'll, and we're going to talk, we're going to start looking at, at permitting at tip top. Cause I think we can create some value there with that. Um, but you know, we've, we've been entertaining offers on tip top, um, on, on, on joint venture opportunities. Um, none of them really were enough to justify what we think the project is. So we've sort of, um, we haven't, you know, jumped in any of those just yet. Um, and you know, and then on, as I said, on gold chain, I think there's a, um, I think we have a significant uh, opportunity to prove that you know it has multi-million dollar potential, and we got to. It's on us to start demonstrating to the market that that it has that potential, or or prove that it doesn't, and, and go find something else to explore. Right. Okay. So, and it's, it's, so, how do you kind of manage this? This because it seems like it, in this environment, you, you've got to be so careful with every dollar, with almost every decision, because it's you know it, it could be terminal or time delaying, which in effect is, is terminal. So, I noticed the um, the release out on um, Tavish. Uh, project, There's, it, you're just trying to sort of tidy t- 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 the balance sheet and kind of look busy without necessarily spending a, a ton of money. It, it seems. So, what, what can you tell us about what went on there? Yeah. So that was a that was a, a sort of um, in 2019, the company shifted uh, away from it. it it's uh, Mexican. It was a Mexican focused company. It's shifted away from that to to the Southwest U.S. Um, and so that was sort of a legacy position. Um, we had been working with uh, Menorum, who is who we optioned the project to, and who now and now Fortuna is exploring it. Um, we had optioned that to them uh, in 2018 or 2019. The you know it was a residual 20% interest. It was capped upside. There was no, um, the, and so it was easier for us to you know get a you know it, it was be- more beneficial for us to to get $200,000 now than maybe a million dollars never. Um, and so that's how we that's how we approached it. Um, you know, and, and, and like any deal, you got to have two willing parties in Menorum where, you know, they wanted, they wanted to consolidate it. They saw an opportunity to consolidate as well. And so it, it, it made sense from that perspective. Um, and so, you know, that was just, I mean, and frankly, 
I mean, we have, we have to maintain a Mexican sub to hold that at property. It, there are, um, you know, it's just costs and time that we just, we don't have um, that we can focus elsewhere. And so that was part of the reason for that. Um, additionally on, you know, and so then, you know, how do you take that? So that's, you know, it's $200,000 Canadian, not, not a ton of money, but it's money in the door. It's, and for something, the market's obviously not um, giving us value for anyways. And, and to be honest with you, you know, well, you know, a like $3 million market cap or just over three or $4 million market cap, not giving us value for much, but the, I think that opportunity, um, you know, again, that's, but the, go, those are things that took a year, right? I've been, been, I was CEO just over a year. Um, and when I first started talking to, to Menorah below deal, dealing with that. So these things take time. And so you've always got to be thinking about them and moving in the head. And so, but those, you know, this little bit of money, you know, we're, so we got some money from Ken Ross. We got, we're going to get some money from, we have some money from, uh, Menorah. Um, you know, we're, shores up the balance sheet puts us in a good spot and then now we're gonna focus our efforts and the limited resources we have on on gold chain right and you, you also raised some money back in august uh, like half a million bucks no right? so I, so See, so what actually happened, what happened was there? we didn't raise that money i had the deal done i had uh, i had all five hundred thousand dollars placed um I'm, so in july we were talking with ken ross ken ross go you know i thought we were pretty far apart on terms i couldn't wait any longer from a corporate point of view so we needed to raise money so we uh, we went down the road to to raise that money. Kinross came back with with these terms, terms that we could accept, um, and that you know unfortunately we couldn't uh, you know one of the caveats to closing a uh, closing a financing or opening a financing is that you have, if you have material non public information. So we opened the financing. We didn't when we closed before we could close it. We did. Um, and so, you know, and, and frankly, we don't want to be a group that, you know, that finance was being taken down 40% by insiders. You don't want to be a group that takes down 40% of the financing. And then a month later, you announce a deal with Ken Ross, right? That a deeply discounted finance. And that's, that's not kosher. And so, you know, we just, we decided we shelved it and it's, it's terrible. Cause you know, I mentioned this before. I used to work on the sell side. You, we work on the sell side. The answer is you always take the money. And, and so it was very frustrating to not, to, especially in this environment to be like, to have to put that money on the side. So, you know, now we're going to, you know, we're going to have a, an investment. Ken, Ken Ross is effectively the lead owner on our next financing. So we are probably going to have to execute a small raise in the, in the medium term. We don't have to, uh, but the markets has reacted positively. So we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll do a small raise and that probably gets us, definitely gets us some, some, some drill prep work at, at gold chain. It may even get us a, a small drill program there. So, so what about timing? Timing is really, really important for all of these things, you know, luck and timing, right? Um, you've, okay, we're, we're talking about, sort of, you know, we're, we're fiddling around with the kind of the, the, the balance sheet and the, and the cash position and bringing in strategic, par- strategic partners on, on one of the assets. So it, it kind of feels like you are just trying to keep the plate spinning, right, in a market like this. But if you put your analyst hat back on and you look at your company, well, how, how would you assess yourself? Why, how would you say to your clients with your analyst hat on, do you know what? This company's got something. It, yes, there's lots of companies of this size. Yes, there's lots of um, you know, precious metal companies of, the, of this size all saying the same thing. But this one's different. Why? Well, I think, I, I think there's, there's, there's two aspects to that. I think you know, everyone would say they're cheap, but that's not what, that's not what, it's not what cheap isn't what gets you, um, what makes you money. Cheap is what you're, the state you're in. Um, I think there's two things. One, I think we've shown that we're very pragmatic on how we manage the company, how we, how we work the assets and how we move things ahead, right? The, this deal with Kinross, the deal, the deal to sell our, our residual interest to Vici, those are things that, you know, let us get cash in the door and on a, a, 
I'm going to describe it as less dilutive basis. That all all fine all all forms of finance are dilutive in some way, shape, or form. But there's less. These ones were less dilutive. Um, calling them calling them non-dilutive would be incorrect. Uh, so there, these I thought these were less dilutive than us going to raise the money ourselves. Um, the second thing is is that with these these sort of um, these pragmatic these pragmatic things that we've done, or these practical things that we've done to keep, as you said, keep the plate spinning. Um, it positions us well to go actually to, to, to go generate news. The thing that converts a company from cheap to not cheap is not, is catalyst. It's the fact that you're going to go do work. The fact that you're, you're demonstrating, you're demonstrating value. And I think, you know, if we can position ourselves with, uh, you know, the next step is to position ourselves to be able to, to be drilling at gold chain. And then all of a sudden next year in 2023, we've had a, you know, all financing dependent, but we, you know, we could drill at gold chain. We have targets on the patents. We don't have to permit. There's it's very quick. And, you know, hopefully Kinross is drilling at, at Jefferson Canyon and they, and they, ha- and they hit some, they get some love there and all, now we're drilling two projects. Um, and, you know, and I think that that's a, that's a, that's something that we, um, you know, for investors. And if you're coming in now, you know, that's what has potential to re-rate the stock from what we've already described as, uh, uh, as cheap. Um, how do you get not cheap is the, is the question and how investors make money. And I think those are, those are the things that, you know, what you, what I worry about with a lot of small companies is that, you know, what happens with these companies and, and, and is that, you know, management isn't getting paid, um, the, you know, balance, you know, payables start to run up, et cetera. Right. And then all of a sudden that first raise coming out of the gate is basically to deal with all of those, you know, as soon as the market turns, let's say the market turns in January, let's all hope, um, the market turns in January, uh, and, and then the first raise coming out of the gate, all of a sudden you're three, four hundred thousand dollars. You know, let's say you raise a million or two million bucks. The first three, four hundred thousand dollars is just going to clean up the balance sheet, right? And so this, um, these small things that we've done have allowed us to 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 clean up the balance sheet and have a, you know, from a payables perspective, and have us in in good shape, you know, going into what you know. Uh, we hope is a, a, a market that will turn sort of uh, in the near term. And what are the other, what are the things that are in your control or in your toolbox that you can do? Because you know we've seen in other sectors a lot of M and A, lot a lot of roll ups happening out of necessity, partly because it's a nice news item, partly because it, it sounds like a catalyst for change. And the reality is maybe somewhat somewhat different. Um, Preston Metal's been under a lot of pressure for you know eighteen months now. Uh, I keep saying it, the normal rules uh, don't apply for, for gold at the moment, um, despite what the gold bulls uh, hope. So for companies like yours, maybe whether you're, whether you're talking about uh, Nevada or down in Arizona, there's a lot of companies talking the same game. Do you guys have to get together and say, do you know what, maybe we just haven't timed this right. We're gonna, we need to do something big here, one, to survive, two, to kind of you know, maintain shareholder value. Or how, however you look at it, but how, how are you viewing it in terms of like the you know the last resorts um, options available to you? I think you know M and A is something you know at the beginning of this year I knew the market wasn't we knew all knew the market wasn't going to be spectacular. I don't think any of us thought it was going to be that as bad as it was. Um, I did spend I spent time talking to my peers. I mean, there's probably fifty to seventy five Southwest U.S. sub twenty million market cap gold explorers. If you take Idaho, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, kind of group those together. Um, so I started talking to my peers about, you know, Hey, let's, you know, you maybe I've got projects, you've got a little bit of cash or, or I had, a, maybe at that time I had a little bit of cash and they had projects. Um, and the idea being that, you know, maybe, you know, two, one plus one, 
at least equals two, but maybe equals two in a bit. And, and, you know, from this perspective, we can, you know, um, you know, do, do something with shareholders. I also, I mean, like I said, the, the, I, I knew this Kim Ross deal was coming for 19 months, right? So, or we were working out for 19 months. So it wasn't like it was a surprise when it, it arrived. And so you're thinking to yourself, okay, you know, having just one project that you're exploring is not necessarily the best, um, the best spot to be in. Now we'll, we still have two, so that's fine. But I think I, 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 I am open to those ideas as long as we can find, you know, it, it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, one plus one equals two in a bit. And I think that's the issue with a lot of these, um, a lot of the junior M&A is that, A, there's always social issues, right? People like to keep their jobs. Um, change of control payments generally pretty high. And so you have two underfunded juniors get together and you have half a million dollars in change of control payments that doesn't work. Um, and then the third is, is that, you know, is it, am I really generating synergies? And I think you are, because I think what happens in the Southwest US in particular is that everyone draws on the same pool of resources, the same drillers, the same consultants, because no one really has full-time employees because you can't afford to have full-time employees on the, on the geologic side. And so, you know, may, you know, and so all of a sudden, if you could, if, what if you had a group of geologists that you could, that you could employ full-time because you had five projects that you were working on, right? And you know, at different stages, some maybe one is drill ready, one isn't. And I think that there's a, a market for that. Um, but I, you know, just I, finding for us, it's been, we've been looking at it. We've been talking to people, finding a willing dance partner. And a, it has been a, a, a challenge. Yeah, and no, I, yeah, I guess the the, the kind of um, cliche there is one plus one equals one. Right. Sometimes. Well, that's you know, and uh, <laughs> that's the difficulty. That's the that's the difficulty in all of this. And I guess the other kind of slightly amusing thing, you know, see, as for someone looking in from outside, is it's like, well, we're all looking, we're all looking at each other. But as you say, point number one for you was saying job protection, job security. Um, it, it's not so easy to. Um, Get over that hump. Let alone move on to the other just types of discussions you need to have. But the it's you know it's not it it it's them not us. You know we're a great project, they're not. So you know we've discounted all of these projects, but we can't find a good one. And the truth is sometimes some of the companies out there they just don't have a good enough project to attract that kind of conversation. Um, but essentially, anyway, you've dealt with Kinross. That's a good start. Not too bad. As a dance partner, as a, as a well, and, I, and I think that there's a you know, I, that from the outside looking in, if I, you know, to put the, put the other hat on as, as an investor or, or when I was an analyst, you know, I think that's something you need to keep, you know, as a, as an investor looking at it, you need to keep in mind who, who's willing to do something and who's just going to try and, um, and who's going to try and try to, who's trying to maintain the status quo. Right. And, you know, I, I don't like companies that just go, okay, market's bad. We're going to go sit on our hands. I think that that's a, I don't think that's a good strategy. Um, I think that's a good way to, you know, watch your market cap slowly decline into a, a top market and decline more because you don't have any work on the go. I think you always, you know, I think the state of capital markets is dictates how fast or slow or slowly you move your project ahead. But generally speaking, you always need to be moving forward, doing something right to making your company more valuable for your shareholders. Otherwise, why, why are you there collecting a paycheck or Indeed. or collecting payables Indeed. with some of these companies? <laughs> some, some are. <laughs> Indeed. I, I have to say, like, I, I totally called the gold market wrong this year. I thought this would be a great year for gold. I really did. Um, I was calling it at the end of last year. Um, could not have been more wrong. P put my hand up to that one. But I suspect I and several other people are in the same boat there. So you, with your ex-analyst hat on um, and then with your CEO hat on, um, how do you play gold next year? Well, I think, uh, you know, as, you know, as the analyst hat, I think 
you know, there's a there's an argument to make that gold needs to re-rate at some point. I mean, we're running whatever in the U.S. It's eight percent inflation. Um, you're seeing, you know, the finance, the 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 increase in rates is starting to break the break the financial system. So you're starting to look at these things that are breaking. That you know, generally this is when gold does well. It hasn't yet, um, but oftentimes I still think we are still in that period where people are chasing liquidity, and this is the and it's, it, it, it unlike say like a two thousand and eight or, um, you know, other sort of, or, or 2020 where, you know, it was a very sharp, okay, everyone's chasing liquidity for a month. And then there's, you know, the central bank steps in and there's a correction and you, it happens very quickly. I think it's been a very slow burn on liquidity. And I think that's why, you know, gold still has a bid. And while gold has outperformed, it hasn't done what we all, you know, you would be the only person thinking that gold should be north of 2000, right? Uh, should have been north of 2000 this year. And it's not. And, 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 but I think that that's, I think that liquidity, we're still in that period where, where, you know, for lack of a better description, it's risk off. So how do you manage a situation like that? Okay, we're in risk off still. We don't know when that turn is going to be. Um, you know, when, when all of a sudden go, people go, okay, we're in a recession. Now, you know, that's usually gold reacts first. One of the first things to rally once central banks have to, have to you know, take their foot off the brake. Um, how do you position that as a CEO? Because you don't know when that timing is, right? As a, as a CEO of a gold company, the thing that the great killer of, of junior mining companies and Explorco's and pre-revenue companies is time. Time is the great killer. And so what you need to do is position yourself to buy time, right? And so that was the intent on that raise um, in August that we ended up having to pull was, you know, $500,000 got us to the new year, right? Of, okay, I bought myself six months of a six month window, Right. What we're doing right now is, you know, these the deal with Tavici, the deal with Kinross. If we do a father, that's it's all to buy. It's to buy time, but it's to buy time so that when the market turns, a we could do, you know, we've, we've moved the projects ahead a little, a little bit, not as much as the market will allow, but we're in a good financial position that when we, you know, when we can raise real money to to be aggressive at at gold chain in particular, that we're not, you know, that money's going into the ground and investors can see the see how they're re-rating. They're not, you know, cleaning up my payables, as an example, uh, with their with the first dollars in. So I think that's the that's how you manage as a CEO is you, is you buy yourself as much time as possible. You kick the can down the road as far as you can. It's why we, you know, um, the chairman and I both cut our the executive chairman and I both cut our salaries in August as well on that same on that same basis of how do we buy time? And that's that's what we're looking for. Is is the um, it, it seems. Uh, it seems odd, but it's it's buying time until the the, the market turns, and so that's how we're, we're approaching. Yeah, you got to be at the table to play the game, don't exactly. you? Derek, um, really fascinating conversation. I appreciate the view from the analyst view. Uh, some really honest uh, assessment of you know what's going on out there and how, how to play that, and also same same honest kind of. Uh, response from you as usual with regards to you know what you were doing um, at your own company at Gold Seventy Nine. So like, appreciate your time. Uh, stay in touch. Um, sounds like we need to talk in the new year. I think so. Thanks, Matthew.